Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. Tell our audience what you're drinking. I'm drinking two drinks. I'm drinking a large, hot, original coffee with four shots of hazelnut. It's too much. Oh, I thought you were going to say four shots of espresso. I fucking wish. Four sugar. That's also too much. I just said a hazelnut coffee with sugar and milk and four milks. I think next time I'm going to say from Dunkin Donuts and I think next time I'm going to say can I please have two shots of hazelnut if I get this again because it's too much hazelnut or if I get hazelnut I'll just say with milk no sugar because I think the hazelnut is sweet it's very sweet yeah the hazelnut is a syrup and then you also get sugar on top of that well because my classic Dunkin order so I don't really so I haven't really been a big Dunkin person in Los Angeles but when I was in undergrad in Chicago I did drink a lot of Dunkin and I used to like to get just a large coffee with milk and sugar I don't really get sugar in my coffee usually but there's something about the Dunkin way that this was just like a drink I crave it's like a specific flavor yeah it is like I mean, the Dunkin' coffee is so bad that you, you, but with the sugar and the milk added, it becomes absolutely delicious. It's just like a real walk down memory lane. And today was just one of these days where like, I, for whatever reason, like hadn't really eaten anything until about like 3.30 and I was starving and I got off the train and I was just like, I'm going to get a Dunkin' Donuts right now. I'm going to get a bacon egg and, or sausage egg and cheese and a fucking coffee like i used to get the sausage egg and cheese was phenomenal mm. oh from and duncan thought, it's so good it's so good wait did you get it on a croissant or on, on a, a croissant yeah 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 and sorry I'm, I'm gonna say something and like i'm gonna say this don't cancel me don't kick me out but like i'm so i'm gonna be honest with you i've never had like a bacon egg and cheese from a bodega that was anywhere near as good as that that is Wow, you're really you are gonna get canceled from the New Yorkers. I can't believe Maybe, that's you haven't found a right deli or you haven't been the right amount of hungover. It's one of those two things. It's maybe it's both, probably both. You need to be extremely hungover. I mean, I'm pretty open-minded and I've had several of them, but I only will get them from places that are relatively close to me because I feel like that's kind of the point. Yeah. Like the point isn't that you go and you like get on the subway and like 20 minutes later you have it. The point is like no. you roll out of bed and you go to the place that's like 
around the corner. But yeah, the Upper East Side might not might not be like the best. The best one that they, I know, and like the best one they have on the Upper East Side, unfortunately, is from Eli Zabar's, and it's delicious. <laughs> but it's like on a brioche. Yeah, no, 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 no. I never get it with the bacon; it's just the egg and cheese, and it's very good. But I, it's not like the thing that everybody's talking about no the bacon needs to be almost burnt the cheese needs to be like so gooey and like coming out the sides you need to ask for salt pepper ketchup and it needs to be like two dollars and 25 cents yeah i for me it's like it's the bread the bread isn't doing it for me no i mean it's not bub and grandma's i'll tell you that it's like a weird like panini bread or something it's a, I think technically it's a, maybe Kaiser roll is what they call See, it. See, if it was a Kaiser roll, I like it. Not a Kaiser roll then. I don't know what it's called. It's just a roll. It's like a New York City roll, roll. And it's yeah, like roll. a French roll. Yeah, but it's like puffier. It's not like, it's not Also hard. the place, the place, my like bodega or whatever is they press it like a panini, which I See, don't like. I don't think that that's traditional. Maybe I need to go to, or I can get at the bagel place. You can't, and those are good, but it's not quite the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I would say because I travel... also have a bagel place, which is like even worse. Oh yeah, which is H and H Bagels, which is go. Like... Oh H, yeah H and I mean H and H is fine. Go thirty blocks uptown, and you'll find some good bodegas. Well, you didn't go thirty blocks uptown of where I am. <laughs> no, because I lived in a shitty neighborhood to begin with, so I had good bodegas. Yeah, I mean, I just have to like accept my fate and go to. Well, we've been now. So we used to have a bodega that we hated, and it's called like Dones, Dones or something. It's spelled like Jones, but with a D. Okay. And we used. I don't think I've ever had the food there. Brian's had it several times. He got into a fight with the guy that owned it and was like, "I'm never going back there." But He's now, a, <laughs> Brian is Brian turning into George Costanza. Well, he got no. It was because he went in there and he like wanted to get something, and the guy was like in the back watching TV, and Brian was like, "What's going on?" He was like, "I'm on a break. We're closed." Oh, no. And Brian was like, "Oh," so Brian was like, "I don't want to go here anymore." So he left. But then we're back. Now we go again, and now we do like them again. And I've been getting like coffee from there so if i next time i want to get like a bacon egg and cheese i'll go there instead yeah uh maybe some of our new york i know we have some listeners in new york maybe you guys have yeah where should i go for like a good bodega like on the upper east side and i'm not gonna go like I'm, i'm not looking for like the best thing in new york i'm just looking for like the best thing on the upper east side yeah also the food here like is famously bad Oh, on the Upper East Side specifically? Yeah, I mean, like, not bad, but not, like, not, it's like, not, Google, but, like, New York food. It's, it's not, not like, boundary pushing. No. It, but it's lots of, like, I feel like it's lots of, like, Ramona Singer type places. <laughs> there are really good, like, bougie little markets. Like, there are all of these stores that are, like, a mini, like, if Gelson's was really small. Yeah. Like, that's the bodega here and i love that don't get me wrong that is not bad to me that is good to me but it's not the you know roll out of bed and get a bacon egg and cheese no 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 uh i'm drinking something really special oh wait sorry and i Hmm. I forgot to add i also am drinking wine (laughs) well yeah i mean it was a a day for me and it's i don't need to get into it anyway sorry what are you drinking 
I'm drinking. Well, so, okay. It might be 4.30 where you are, but it's only 1.30 where I am. So I'm not drinking wine. I am drinking a thing called Rise Mushroom Matcha. Ooh, that sounds healthy. I was swindled once again on Instagram by an ad Mm -hmm. where they showed this poor, sexy male model without a shirt on who uh was having like gut issues yeah yeah yeah. and he was like he was like pushing out his absolutely flat stomach and being like "Ah, i'm so bloated uh but it was basically like gay porn and then i clicked the link and then i spent 40 dollars on this pack of mushroom matcha so well they know their audience they sure do um well i got a free wooden spoon i recently did this morning I got an Amazon prime delivery to go back on my diet because I have been Brian and I have decided together like we need to fucking rein it in like no more chocolate chip cookies every day pizza every day bagels every day like this is getting out of hand we're both like getting really fat and well I at least am and I think more importantly than that I, I think we're losing brain cells. I am losing brain cells because I'm not getting enough protein and I'm not getting enough like healthy carbohydrates. I'm not getting enough fiber. I'm like, this is not living. This is existing. I mean, my body is not thriving. My, my heart is happy, sure. but my body is sad. And in order for your heart to truly be happy, you need it needs to be one with like my actual heart. Your body. Like, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, literally. Because that's also not happy because it's like there's so much cheese in in me. Um, so I went, I went on Amazon.com and I got my good old fashioned fucked up nineties lady fucking premier protein, lean deli meat, turkey like wraps you know protein high fiber wraps i got fiber one cereal yes i got all of that fucking shit so and i'm still getting the hungry root don't get me wrong but i'm cutting back on the hungry root i'm adding in the premier protein we'll see how it goes but this is where we're this is where we are right it's a good start it's all i was eating so good for the last few weeks and then of course thanksgiving came and so i'm I'm back now. I threw out all of the leftovers like last Monday. And then I went back to like mostly, you know, plant-based, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I already feel better. But you know, oh, talking about fiber. Plant-based. Where's the I didn't know you were ever plant. I mean, I still have, let's say chicken. Okay. I I wasn't like saying plant-based in like a literal vegan way. I meant like the majority i'm trying to make like the majority of my plates the vegetables i see plant forward maybe is more appropriate okay. than plant-based i love that but fiber interesting fiber. you should bring that up because i started adding something to my diet that this might be the most embarrassing thing i've ever confessed it's on the podcast probably no probably not uh <laughs> but so, you know, I stopped the statin. I stopped my, uh, I stopped that red rice extract because that was doing the same thing to my leg that the statin did. And I doubled up the fish oil, but I also added a little something to my diet that you may have heard of called Metamucil. I knew you were going to say Metamucil. <laughs> I, I love Metamucil. I brought my Metamucil with me from LA. I never had it before. I was, I, maybe I like, 
had such a horrible just impression i mean it really is like i look at it and it is like oh this is i'm i live in a convalescent hospital like this is for yeah, elderly elderly people it looks and tastes exactly like Google. it does and you got if you start your day i'm gonna tell you this right now if you start your day with metamucil fiber one cereal and a premier protein you're never leaving the toilet if you do all three of those at the same time no 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 you are but also you're gonna hit your fiber intake you're gonna hit your protein intake and fiber is so hard to get in like people like protein the world makes it easy to get in the protein because everyone is a protein shake a protein bar just eating like fucking like meat or whatever like you can get the protein but fiber is actually like kind of hard to get it in just eating like fruits and vegetables and stuff like yeah you have to eat like so much salad and stuff to get that it's recommended. like I've, i could never do it i feel like i need a fiber supplement just to get it to get all the fiber you're supposed yeah. to get you're supposed uh, to eat a, you're supposed to eat one gram of fiber for your goal weight when you're on a weight loss journey oh i mean it's a game changer wow one gram for your goal wait so if my goal weight that might be protein. No, actually. it can't totally be because because sure. <laughs> I'd say because right now I weigh. Let's say my goal weight. I, I weigh. I'll confess. I weigh two hundred and four pounds right now. Wow, I can't and, believe you just said how much you weighed. I, I don't care. promise you this. It will never be me. <laughs> but I let. I, I just want to get down to two hundred. Because uh, you know I'm you know I'm six oh, one. I have a big lose build. Four pounds. You lose huh? four pounds in two weeks. Easy. Oh yeah, no, I already lost. I already lost like eight in the last month because I was like up. I got up to like two twelve, and I was like, this is too much. Uh, that's a lot really fast yeah i didn't even do i mean i just sort of was like i'm eating i just it was just portion size basically it's really like water to- weight from things oh like yeah that. it might be uh i mean not that you that you gained oh like, water weight that i gained. Really gained 12 pounds you probably just it was like water weight and you were just like doing thanksgiving oh it might be yeah uh but i can't imagine that anyone would recommend me eat 200 grams of fiber a day yeah no i'm way 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 off i'm looking at the my fitness pal and it recommends that i get 25 grams of fiber yeah. so, <laughs> so i don't I think that's your way goal. off when i said you needed it that is probably way too much do not do that but you are supposed to get like a lot of fiber basically and it's well, hard to get it all in and the metamucil you have to drink really fast or it just like congeals in the glass it's sort yes, of gross you, you do have to do that but you have to be careful because there's a choking hazard on your metamucil you got to really mix it in with the water you have to drink it fast but if you notice it's getting in that sludge state mix it in some more yeah. because it'll, it can coat your throat like concrete and kill you (laughs) well and also i like chase it with regular water afterwards because i always feel i feel maybe it's just because i'm not quite used to it yet but and this is actually maybe this is a disordered trait that i have but it does like fill you up in a way yeah you drink that first thing in the morning and then you like let it go for a couple of hours and then you have your protein from your protein and fiber (laughs) one cereal well, I actually can't drink it first thing in the morning because I hear because it you know it like pushes everything your system through your system. So if you're on a medication, you're not supposed to drink it at the same time as your medication because then the medication won't work. Oh my god. So you're supposed to do you're supposed to not have any medication within a two hour window of Metamucil. Oh my god. 
And I was like, oh, this would be terrible if I, like if my leukemia came back because I was metamucil. So I uh so I I have my medication in the morning with breakfast and then I do one metamucil before lunch at around 1230. And then I, I if I remember, I'll do one metamucil before dinner. And that's a lot of metamucil. Only two metamucils a day? I think that's, you, yeah. Oh, because well, on the on the can it says three to five servings. I usually, well, I haven't done it in a while because I've been, I haven't done it since I got to New York because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm afraid of shitting my pants on the subway. That's like the main reason. I'm like, what if I shit my pants? Although that nothing like that ever happened to me when I was on Metamucil, but I'm still afraid. Because it's not a, um, forgive me, this is too it's graphic. Like it's laugh. it's not a sudden, it's, it's sort of like a, a gradual it's a thing. gradual thing and it, it takes a few days to even like really get yeah it. and it's not like a it's not like a laxative in the way that like that would be scary if i was yeah if i was on the subway away all day and i was like popping laxatives yeah that would be so bad so i've been afraid yeah but um when i was really in my um metamucil era <laughs> i was doing like two scoops and then water and then that would be it for the day. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even doing two because I'll. Oh, but I guess my scoops are maybe bigger. I don't know. I. They're supposed to be heaping. It's well, mine didn't come with the actual scooper, so I put my own scooper in. I don't know how much. Oh yeah, they say it's just like a tablespoon. Yeah. So I think I do like a tablespoon twice a day, which. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, it it actually is good because you like your less hungry when you eat your meals yeah you're way less yeah. hungry so i like it uh okay. and at costco you i got two giant tubs of it for i don't know 30 dollars, and it'll last me probably an entire year yeah it's, and it's the sugar-free one you guys get the fucking metamucil Maybe I mean it's obviously very popular, so maybe I, if you I just can't afford Goop Glow. Just get Metamucil. Well, yeah, but Goop Glow doesn't really have fiber in it. it. No, it's better than Goop Glow, but it looks like it. I'm surprised that Gwyneth hasn't like they haven't done like a Goopy like fiber supplement or protein. I mean, isn't a Goop protein powder like the most logical thing in the world? You would think. Yeah, I don't know. They're leaving money probably on the table. Just figure the market's like so oversaturated. They're smarter than we are. Uh, like what else? Oh, briefly. Mm. And I talked to you about this offline a little bit, but okay. I did my first transcendental meditation one-on-one session yesterday. I'm so jealous because I need like God right now and he's nowhere to be found. Now, I made a promise to my... Sen- uh, he's not a sensei guru teacher or whatever he is that you know you're yeah. not supposed to spill the details about your mantra or what you actually do in there but uh yeah don't kick get yourself kicked out I, god i really don't want to get kicked out but i'll just so i'll just say i really liked it i think it's beneficial there's um now a sliding scale based on your income so it's not as expensive as it used to be unless you're rich then it's just as expensive as it used to be but you can fucking afford to pay it yeah uh so yeah go to um transcendentalmeditation.com i don't know what the website is but you can find it and then there's probably like you know if you live in like a cool area there will be like a center nearby i'm sure yeah or just go ahead and go to the david lynch 
yeah. screenwriting MFA program where you, you also learn. Which oh, I and did. there's online. There's like Zoom courses too if you don't live near a TM center. I need anyway, it. It's good. And I have, yeah, so I have like um, three group sessions today, tomorrow, and Sunday. And then, and then that's it. Then I'm in the club. I'm like so proud of you. Well, you know, it's um it's easy for me to do things. It's easier for me to do things when I have that like outside accountability. So right now I'm really excited about it, but it's the the true and actually it helps that John just went he's just started doing it a few weeks before I did. So now we can yeah. sort of like keep ourselves each other accountable if we if we if we choose to to do so. Cuz I I'm just afraid that like you know, it, like anything else, you'll just sort of gradually not do it anymore. And then it's like, well, then I just wasted how many hundreds of dollars. I mean, it wasn't that expensive, but it was, you know, not cheap either. I mean, that's like me with everything. So yeah, yeah. I hope that you really get the most out of it. I'm going to start like doing yoga or something. I just got to do something other than just like walk around this fucking city, getting drunk and thinking about killing myself. <laughs> I just picture you're like um wimpy from Popeye's with like <laughs> hamburgers, like give me a hamburger today and I'll pay you on Tuesday. And, like, Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just like, I, I feel like I haven't, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's a very strange process. It's very weird going back to school at this age of mine. It's just, it's a totally different like lifestyle. And um, it's just, it's an, it's a huge adjustment. And I'm not someone who adjusts to things very quickly. So like this first semester is almost over, which means I'm a quarter of the way through the entire thing. But I just feel like there's a like when it comes when the when it gets to the point that the shit's hitting the fan and it's like okay I have to do like actual work right now like I have a lot of pages that are due and I also have some more like academic kind of like papery things that are due I'm like I can't I'm like this is insane and my my entire brain and body just like are falling apart to write a paper sounds like it's crazy right? and it's the craziest not really thing paper. i've ever heard it's not like a paper it's like a presentation and it doesn't have to be it's not like a true like academic paper yeah. but, still. but it's still like i just but like structuring my thoughts in like an argument and making sure and i'm like where how do i like cite a source and do i have to do that and like what do I have? Like, I just like, I don't know how to do it. I'm like, this is, it's just been too long. I haven't done this in a really long time. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. I don't like you, I, you just add a footnote in Microsoft word. I don't know what to do. It's a PowerPoint. A PowerPoint. Oh, I, I can barely, I can barely use PowerPoint at all. I know. I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And everyone else is like, are you okay? And I'm like, cause no, we didn't I learn don't. about PowerPoint in school. We were doing what, abacuses. What would I ever have had to do a fucking PowerPoint presentation unless I was doing like a joke PowerPoint like solo show at UCB, which was a thing for a while. Everybody did them. But like, when would I have done it? These assholes do it from the time they're in kindergarten. They have their little fucking laptops with them going to school with the apples that they polish for their stupid teachers. 
Okay. Well, I'm not going to go that far about my cohort, which I Oh no, I love them. Are... <laughs> well, you don't great. know that. <laughs> no, but I I they are the future. You mean so... like you mean like younger people in general? I meant I was like picturing kids now. I mean, but they, kids now. But I Gen think even, alpha. even these people who are in their 20s now, I think were they had computers like daily don't even just just stop because i'm telling you they did and it's <laughs> don't the way you're talking you don't want to talk. <laughs> i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna tell you that you are old we are old okay uh, yeah. they they the frame of reference i'm always like wow like nobody knows this stuff or like wow everybody's really into x y or z or like why is this like totally generic thing relevant in any way? And it's because like things that you or I might take for granted. It's just, we're just, I just, it's, it's just a, a different world. different world out there. Saltburn, like we talked about the other week. Well, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I'll say it But again. I know you didn't like it. It's stupid. But I know a lot of people didn't like it. But like, I think like younger well, I don't, we don't have to go into it, but yeah, I think like if you don't know the references, it's like a, it's like a cool premise and like a cool because the references movie. were what tripped you up about it. Well, the reference, everything about it, the the just blatant copying from things that I liked, and then also the anachronisms, which I would not even worry about or care about if it was a good movie. I don't care if there are, in it, but I'm like, this is just indicative of someone who's like super lazy, uh, because they don't. <laughs> they're not like specific about their references yeah or like we had a conversation in my class about um um yellow jackets oh yeah and every single person including the professor were like the story about the teenagers is obviously much more interesting and everything about the older women is kind of like filler and I was like you're all insane i was like no it's not i was like these are some of the finest actresses yeah that's so insane to me and that that's anyone the would think point that. of the show <laughs> and like for me i'm watching a show about like melanie linsky and juliette lewis i'm not watching a show or not juliette lewis um yeah juliette lewis juliette lewis i'm like that's what the show is to me like these other these things about them being teenagers i'm like that's just like background that makes their present lives more complex and interesting exactly. and everyone was like oh that's weird like you're weird. <laughs> even the professor and the professor so who i'm older than was also like oh okay well for me i'm more interested i there i think the other part is more active uh, and i was like okay and yeah. for the Tasting, and I was like, it's, okay. like, it's like if there was a show on when we were kids where it was like a bunch of cool young actors, and then like Betty Grable and like Barbara well, Stanwyck were on kids, it. I was obsessed with the Golden Girls, it was like my favorite. That's show. true, yeah. Anyway, but no, what the the example that I gave that also nobody understood, I was like, it's like 902 and oh, and everyone was like, What's that? What, exactly. what are those numbers? But mean? I was like, you know, because it was like one of these things where young people teenagers thought that was a show about teenagers and parents thought it was a show about parents and like the oc was like that like there are a lot of shows where it's like people think it's like depending on what age you are you see mm -hmm. that as a show about that age mm -hmm. no it's true yeah i hope the third season is better than the second i'll just say the that. second season was so unwatchable uh what else oh gwyneth paltrow heard of oh, her, yeah, her and dakota johnson Mm -hmm. held hands in a cute photo that was the big yeah. story this week 
I saw it. She posted it. And then I missed because it was like on an Instagram story with it was like one of her Q&A's. But I got I check Instagram so infrequently now when I got there, it was all erased. It was already like, you know, past its prime. So I couldn't see what questions people asked. Yeah. One of them was like a picture of you in Dakota. That was the question. Yes. With the she's qu- like, so yes, like, bitch. Obviously, she was like, that was not a real question, but that was the question. All right. Well, I guess I didn't miss much. No. Uh, oh, there was also another Gwyneth Think piece. No, there was. There was on the Guardian. We we talked about the, the Guardian. Guardian. <laughs> yeah, the Guardian. Oh my God! Wait, the fucking newspaper that wrote Stephen Sondheim's fucking obituary, talking entirely about how Andrew Lloyd Webber is better. That Guardian. <gasps> oh, I'm didn't... not interested in their takes. Yeah, well, I think this is like a separate. Um, shingle that's like the guardian us and i don't no one asked for this no yeah no one in america cares about the guardian uh this i mean basically the think piece and you're gonna hate this it says that that it already exists anyway so gwyneth paltrow colon is her life a work of performance art is gwyneth paltrow engaged in an elaborate cultural taunt by zoe williams and the premise of the article is basically just being like, she's ridiculous and she knows she's ridiculous and she's doing all these things obviously to get publicity. But then it goes, I think, one step way too far. And it's like, she's just in it because she's conning people. And I think, I don't know. I don't, I, I think Gwyneth is truly just a very rich lady who is interested in lots of crazy rich lady things. And I, I, but I do think for the most part, it's like, she is like honestly into these things and it's not, uh, it's not a, a cultural taunt as this woman is, is framing How dare it. they even bring that question up? But here's what I would say. This is like the perfect example of someone looking for a reason to write an article and finding one it's a the premise the central question is x's life a work of performance art could literally be applied to any human being on planet earth like people ask these questions just about life in general and to ask that question about a celebrity gives the question like a special type of context that also could be applied to any celebrity and singling any one famous person out and asking that question about them specifically is a complete waste of fucking time. I mean, you could say the same thing about like name, think of any fucking celebrity, you know, like Peter Falk, who I just looked up and saw <laughs> a poster on my wall. Like, is his life was his life performance art i don't know was um i mean like who's a famous person you could say that about literally anyone in the public eye because like at what point do you stop if the only thing you know of a human being is a performance which is your relationship to all celebrities then like from your perspective obviously their life is going to be a performance they have an internal life that you don't have access to and yeah, all all celebrities, I mean, specifically actors, but also like musicians, there is like their public politicians, persona. Politicians, everybody. But yeah, politicians, they, they commodify their persona in order to like build their brand and to 
to stay a celebrity. And it's like, I guess Gwyneth is maybe uh, an interesting case because she has turned her persona into like a literal business of selling things rather than just like selling herself. But yeah, I think it's like- Even that, I don't even think is fair because that's, even before people like Gwyneth Paltrow were like, making selling things based off their public image that they personally profited off of they were using their image they were hired to use their image by other people as like spokesmen Mm -hmm. so like they've always I mean this is not a new thing it's the only thing new about Gwyneth Paltrow's model is that the the brand that she's promoting was her own as opposed to somebody else's that was the only difference yeah and that she a hundred percent like pivoted away from acting and like fully. But she wasn't even. I mean, like, what about Joan Crawford with Pepsi? Yeah, no, that's true. But I think Joan I mean, Crawford had Joan Crawford had never retired from acting. She had basically the the parts had 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 dried up because of sexism and ageism. Yeah. And Gwyneth sort of was like, "Oh, I'm not going to let this happen to me." So I'm like, "You can't, you know, you can't fire me. I quit." And she she did a great job. She did, except. I have to say, I went back to the Target in Glendale. Oh my god! They the whole Goop installation disappeared. Yeah, I thought I was going was crazy. Good. You know what? I like it. It was a mirage. I was I was like ready to get another good clean Goop, like a toner or like something. Yeah, and I went to the I went to the like pharmacy beauty section. I wandered around. I was like, "What is happening? Where am I? Where is this stuff? Nothing." And then I couldn't bring myself because there was no one working in that section and I couldn't bring myself to like go to the register or like go to a different section and be like oh excuse me like where's the goop stuff and then they would have had to be like oh I don't work in this department I have to call the manager and I was just like and I was not prepared for that so right. I didn't do it who's ready for that let's see goop uh if you type goop into amazon.com but I didn't type in good clean goop I yeah. just typed in goop I mean, I think this stuff is still on Amazon. I was just like surprised because this, like that it was there last time I was there, like the whole thing was there and then it was not there anymore. And it was only like maybe two weeks. Good clean. God. Okay. Can I just tell you something? There is quite a bit of goop on amazon.com. Oh yeah. It's like third party sellers. So it's probably more, it's more expensive than actually. It's not. It's It's like. You can get Goop Glow, um, Beauty Exfoliant Jelly Cleanser for $35. That's the same, yeah. The Goop Glow, yeah, that's $35. The Goop Beauty Face Oil, $98. The Garnet Tinted Lip Balm, $20. Cream Blush, $34. Dry Brush, $25. The Goop Jeans Beauty Peptide Serum, $150. I think that might be more than it is on the website, but I'm not sure. I'm always a little heels are 45. Those like third party sellers. I once bought a um, diptyque candle on Amazon from a third party seller because I had a bunch of like credit card points. Uh And I swear to God, it like didn't smell like anything when I got it. It was like a it was like a a fake or something. Oh, my God. So I would be wary. That sucks. Diptyque candles are really really nice and if i bought one and it was a dud i would be really disappointed. it was a it was a real dud and I, I mean granted i'd never really bought that scent before so maybe that scent just like didn't have a big throw but i was highly suspicious and i will never 
buy a diptyque candle from an unauthorized diptyque seller again yeah you gotta just go into the fucking wherever nordstrom or wherever they have yeah it. nordstrom or the um they have a whole diptyque store at the grove oh they have one at the grove yeah there's also uh, one in beverly hills all right oh page six wrote reviews of all the new good clean goop skincare um products they They actually i mean i think page six is like a friend of gwyneth yeah so they they, yeah (laughs) they align politically yeah uh so they and this woman was like oh i use goop she was just like unapologetic she's like i love goop products i was really excited to um buy these and she said like that face cleanser that i'm using she was like oh i would use this every day there was a few that she was like, oh, the real goop ones are definitely better. Like the Which exfoliator. Ones you think were, the goop ones were better. The exfoliator one. Uh, and oh, she she really liked the toner. Um, and let's see, the scalp detox, which is like the shampoo. She. Oh, it says the brand recommends using this once per week. Wow, I am using it every day. Um, oh, it says it is good, but just beware if you have color treated hair, it's uh, it might not work or like it it fades it the color or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she likes them. How about was there a Bon Appetit receipt? No, I looked. The last one was that one we already did about the um, San Francisco food stamp person. Well, we tried. Oh, unless one came out today, which actually it might have. But let me look. We're we could save it for next week too because we're already going over. Are we? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to it because I'm like literally so tired. All right. Uh, so if you guys want to hear about the receipts, um. You have to join the Patreon because we're gonna talk about it next yeah, week. Yeah, you're gonna have to join the page because like we're not doing it right now. We got to keep a move on and yeah. talk about the newsletters. Alrighty. Okay. What was your best of the week? So my I mean, I had I'm gonna tell you this right now. There were a lot of potential worsts, mm. but for the potential best. I just picked like here's what was in our bag. Wait a second. When was the goop glo- goop fucking retreat? Oh, the in goop health? Yeah. That was I think last weekend because I got a podcast in my goop podcast feed that I was going to listen to where it was a panel between Gwyneth, Cameron Diaz, some rich investor lady and like a track star and I got two minutes into it and i i couldn't listen to it i it was so painful to listen to so i, I mean, stu- honestly so boring it's because gwyneth when she oh i cannot stand when she and cameron are together they were there's she's she's like hey lady this is my favorite lady who makes aveline wine and she's still the biggest movie star in the world even though she hasn't acted in 10 years and it's like oh give me a break i can't stand give them break I still have that. never tried Aveline wine. I know. Actually, I ha- I think I like brought it to someone's house for something, and I don't think they knew what it was, which I was like, mm, I wasted. Well, then what's the point? Oh, I don't know. Sorry if that was you. Um, but then 
Um, and I think we drank it and I think it was just like, you know, your typical sort of like whatever, like shitty white, whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So the reason I asked my best was everything in our 2023 wellness summit gift bags. Mm. So they just kind of did a roundup of everything that was in the bags because these things are fucking expensive. Like these summits that they do. Yeah. 1500 bucks like, just for the cheapo tickets. And you have to pay. They stayed at Shutters on the beach. Or you get a Verbo for like $800 a night. And this is what I don't understand about this. Like this culture of like going to these goop summits. On the one hand. The, the vibe is people who go to like every single Disneyland park and who want to have like character brunch with Minnie that's the vibe but the price point is to me seems higher than that like there are people with a lot of disposable income who go on crazy trips but this seems very high to me and maybe it's just because I'm super poor but to me like seven eight hundred dollars a night just for the hotel not even including all the other shit you have to buy is like really expensive and even if you're like there's no one who's more obsessed with goop than we are. We literally have been doing a podcast about it for eight years. Years. I mean, like longer than some, you know, we our podcast would be in second grade right now. Yeah. And like, I, even if this thing was 50 bucks, I don't know that I would want to do it because these seminars are so fucking boring. I mean, we've so seen boring. them on, so like, on YouTube. Yes. Like I don't, I, I, to, to drive to Santa Monica. Or fly. Or fly to go and then spend all this money just to go to like some stupid like lecture where you then get a a gift bag and you're, I, I, I mean, like you said, like no one, no one loves Goop more than us. And I I wouldn't do it for free. So I don't, yeah, I don't know what the audience is. I don't get it. I don't know who these people are. Like, because I think we take this stuff seriously, but not as seriously. I mean, I guess I can't say that I take it that seriously, considering that the only thing that I've had to eat all day was like half a Starbucks double shot that I got from a vending machine, a, a egg and cheese croissant and a giant goblet of red wine. But I do feel like I take it seriously in my own way. And I would never, I could never, would never pay for this. But these swag bags really had a lot of shit in them. A okay. lot. So, I mean, I can't, I'll, I'll go through, I'll just start to go through it. But this is what they said. This year's summit, I'm just reading the second paragraph. I'll read the whole thing. In every Ingoop Health, you can expect to laugh, cry, and to get a B12 shot, to eat, to have many epiphanies. You can also expect an insanely good gift bag, which we fill with standouts from the Goop shop and our partners. This year's summit held at Goop HQ in Santa Monica was no different. Here's everything guests took home from the event this fall. Okay. Now just buckle in. I'll just blow, I'll just blow through it. Okay. Mm. We've got the zinc up with vitamin C spray. This is a zinc spray with vitamin C. Okay. A solace bra. It's a sports bra from Athleta. Um, an Acton Acre plant-based dry shampoo. Fur oil. We know this. This is the oil for your pubes. Make waves lengthening and volumizing mascara. Okay. Who, who doesn't want that? Um, moments in space membership for your mind open meditations anytime. I'm not 100% sure what this is. It's an app and it retails for anywhere between $5.99 a year or $29.99 a year. I don't know which one, which level membership you got. So it's probably like, um, what's the the big meditation app that people like? Headspace? It's like that? 
it's like well it looks like a little chicer but yeah okay. like i got a free headspace with like my kaiser permanente <laughs> oh i got a free one with my unemployment during the pandemic i mean okay so headspace okay you get a crown affair renewal mask hair mask that retails for 58 dollars. you get a salty face tanning water a self-tanning uh water for your face crown affair the towel it's a special hair towel made by the crown affair the crown affair is really good they make a really good like conditioner also alto membership this is like an uber but the cars all have like weird flower decals on them I'm oh it's totally the sure. is it the women-owned one it, mm, the car looks women-owned <laughs> and i think it might be like all women drivers or something it's like for you know, so you don't get assaulted. You know, yeah. Well, it retails for twelve ninety nine a month, and it's the best way to get around L.A. and Dallas, Houston, D.C., and Miami. So, All right. in New York, okay. uh, you get a grown alchemist smoothing hair treatment. It's like a leave-in. It's a leave-in pre-style treatment that moisturizes and tames flyaways. You get goop beauty dark spot exfoliating sleep milk. I still have not RMS- tried that. I know my one of my top choices. An RMS Beauty um, Eyelights Cream Eyeshadow, a fucking vibrator. Who would they be? A WeVibe Chorus Goop, a Chorus Vibrator built to fit between bodies, hands-free for intense blend or intense blended orgasms during Ugh. penetrative sex. I'm just picturing like, like on the beach in Santa Monica at Shutters, you ju- you're just walking past and then you just hear a hum of a thousand vibrators going at the same time well they'd all have to be having penetrative sex and i don't think there's a lot of penetrative sex oh. happening over the weekend but who, no. what who do, what do i know mm. okay you get an ela bright star retinol alternative eye cream okay. maybe for an eye cream i would do a retinol alternative you get an advanced hydration cleanser for dry skin you get a hydrating petal cream from saint jane that's like a face cream it looks like a cream highlighting stick you get that brand say i don't know s-a-i-e say a glossy bounce hydrating lip oil you get Ceta, the hand exfoliant you get a lip treatment oil you get a scalp serum pour um an alpin beauty pore perfecting liquid with two percent bha and borage i'm not sure what borage is but i do know that bha is good for your toner you get super group super group mineral sunscreen for your face rahua hydration and tangler uv that's like a looks like a leave-in conditioner thing a goop beauty all-in-one uh face oil super nutrient face oil um the maison louis marie number four bois de balancourt candle a uh, lima skincare serum and cream starter kit i do not know what that is but it retails for almost for 655 dollars. so this i mean this is an amazing gift bag. this is worth the price of admission i mean it's like really get yes like this is worth a fucking shit ton of i mean like this is well over a thousand dollars um you get a dotty super scrubber for washing dishes you get a wet plant-based sex serum i don't know what that is i don't want to know what it is you get a treatment mask a cleanser and an evolved together biodegradable bags for stashing your snacks. Oh, love those. So that is a huge list of shit. That's a lot of stuff. Okay. I would drive to Santa Monica to get that. But you would have already paid like 
thousands. I mean, I think, so I guess if you factor all of the shit into the price of the ticket, it kind of starts to make more sense, maybe. If you, yeah, if you're, if you have that money to burn, I mean, I not, I don't even think you could use all that. I would say like, if you don't want to go Christmas shopping at all for a year, you could just get that. And that's like everyone in your life. You could just give Christmas presents to. And then I guess, done. but like, couldn't you just buy like, just like say like randomly send me $2,000 worth of stuff and I'll just give it away. <laughs> yeah. That, that should be an option on goop. Just be like, here, I'll give you my money. And then you just send me whatever. I feel like every store at Christmas should have that where it's like, how oh much God, you want to yeah. spend? How many items do you need? Say ages and genders of the people that you're um you're buying for, and then and their addresses, and then you just don't think about it. And they just do it. Yep. I would love it, or even just even just more general than that. Here's a hundred. Here's fifteen hundred dollars for ten people. That's a if lot. I spend fifteen hundred dollars on Christmas, I will die. I cannot spend that much. I'm hyperventilating i am not spending anything i mean i will i'm like children and whatever but i've also sort of decided i don't think i'm gonna go anywhere for christmas oh that means i can come to you you come to me everyone come to me wouldn't you rather be in your rager on the upper east side december 25th yeah we'll go to eli zabar's i'll get you an (laughs) egg sandwich (laughs) um anyway that was my best that i mean i yeah, that it's it sounds the goop summit sounds terrible, and yet that gift basket is that's I mean, serious it's like a really good gift basket. Like if I got that, first of all, even no matter how much I spent, I would think that was free. Mm, exactly, and, and it would be. I would be like freaking out. I mean, that's so much stuff. It's so amazing to think about someone having. Yeah, that and there's just stuff. like these pictures of these fucking women getting their big old bags of shit with the big smile. <laughs> Damn, I wish face. we were more organized. We could have gone put on our ski masks robbed and go to shutters on the beach the day after the goop summit and fucking cleaned out i know because imagine how many people like don't pick theirs up or don't even care oh yeah they're just like they're they're on the beach they're getting wasted they're they're not yeah they don't they're not checking their who's come in their room we you know put on little um you know cleaning lady outfits yeah start, exactly start spraying some windex and then soon we're in next everyone's hotel know, room yeah next thing you know we're a thousand dollars richer in swag oh yeah all right my best was the travel article again maybe i, I guess i have like a travel bug lately always like it. You always but like uh it. so we have aura davies who is the um, deputy editor of goop now this is what i want to know because this is about antiquing uh, taking an antiquing trip in provence yeah and writing an article about it. is is like goop like paying for this whole trip is she like is goop like bankrolling these travel articles or is it like aura where are you going on vacation this year how about you like write a little thing for it? like i can't imagine goop is spending because this would cost them My thousands of dollars so like hotel is paying for it that's what i would think of for most of these things when it's like when it's like gene being like oh this great you know spa in the adirondacks or whatever that's definitely like the spas calling them up and being like hey do you want to like stay here for a night but this place in provence this antique place these little inns i can't imagine that they would 
care about goop like this seems like really old world i mean maybe i'm naive and maybe they do care about goop but it 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 doesn't to me it doesn't seem like they would be the one bankrolling i don't know though maybe maybe i'm wrong and then i also can't imagine goop because they're like they're so they're such penny pinchers i can't imagine they have like a budget it's not like i don't know like the new yorker in the 60s or something with like just these like huge expense accounts i don't know i would love to know the economics of this i mean i feel like every single thing in goop is like basically pay to play like someone wants to be in it maybe it might not be like the tiny antique store but it could be like the chamber of commerce of the town or like the tourism board or like even someone else who owns like real estate or restaurants or whatever in that area who wants to increase tourism to that area like there are all kinds of reasons that people might be interested in um tourism you know i think you're right because well i'll I'll start at the Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. And because there's one, let's see, I think I highlighted it. There's one spa or some hotel that they mentioned, and they just briefly say, oh, and by the way, they stock Tata Harper products. And I feel like that was a clue that like, oh, there, there is someone in this part of Provence that like is a goopy. Yeah, it's probably the hotel. Okay. God, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, here it's, um, it's this hotel called Hotel Creon Le Brave, a 45 minute. So the whole article is about this town called Lille-sur-la-Sorgue, which is like, I guess, a part of Provence or a town in Provence that has a ton of antique stores. And so there's a hotel 45 minutes away called Hotel Creon Le Brave. Uh, and it says there's a pool, two exquisite restaurants, a spa that uses Tata Harper products and an array of luxuriously charming rooms. I think, I think this is our culprit. I think this is who paid for it. I think so too. Uh, but anyway, so this trip, I've only I've been to um a long time ago. I've been to like Nice and um we drove through like, you know, like Cannes and like Monte Carlo or whatever. But it was like I think I may have been here. <laughs> really? I think I may have been to Creon Le Brave. It sounds so cool. I uh, Yes, I've been to Creon Le Brave, but not it, it, I've been to a I did, I stayed at La Ma- Saint Jacques at Creon Le Brave, and I okay. had, and I think I had dinner at this hotel. Oh wow! 
was it yeah. nice so i've been there wow good for you thanks um they yeah so there's like these all these antique markets uh there's one that said is like it's like the second best antique market in france after um the marche aux Pousse, which i've been to in paris which is like extremely overwhelming it's like so insane and it's 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 too much for me i was like i was getting like claustrophobic because it's like so many people so many things it was too much uh but it's like the it's like huge uh and then so then there's like the big market and then there's like because i think it's such a hub of antiquing there's also like other littler markets around that and then they have this app that so if you're like an american tourist or whatever and you're like super rich and you're just like buying all these antiques and you don't want to worry about like how to you know send them home there's this app where you can just like click and it like tallies all the things that you buy and then some like gay concierge has to like wrap everything up and like send it to you and you don't have to worry about it oh i mean i think that people have been shopping like that for a long time i'm sure they have i think they always did it not me but not with like an app yeah it sounded like very um because like everything i don't know it's obviously antiques and it's provence so it seems very like you know quaint and charming but then you know they mm-hmm. they're part of the 21st century too yeah they're no dummies uh so you were do you, you remember liking this restaurant uh yeah, there was like one of the most exquisite. I mean, if it's the place that I'm thinking in Creole Mabrav, we stayed in like a beautiful fucking hotel, like one of the most gorgeous places I've ever been. And then we had dinner and it was overlooking this completely unreal, like just amazing view of these like rolling hills that are covered in vineyards and just like all of these it's just it's like the most it's like the quintessential like french countryside like wine country view um and it's all like the restaurant you you eat outside on this like kind of like stony patio thing and I do remember the food being really, really good and the wine being really, really good. But like the the like ambiance being the like insane thing. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. I took a really cool trip to France a few years ago with my family and Brian, and it was really nice. Uh I need to go back there. Yeah, me too. All right, what was your worst? So, like I said, there were a few different, like, contenders, I guess, for worst. But if I had to pick one, I think I would just say, like, these um, Hanukkah recipes. Those were mine, too. I mean, so here's what I'll give them. The matzo ball soup, okay, was good. It was like a tradition, good, whatever. I don't, I really am kind of a purist about this stuff. I think, no, you, with Thanksgiving, with Hanukkah, whatever, you really don't need to reinvent the wheel. Make your matzo ball soup, your brisket, make a regular latka. You know how to do it whatever fucking dessert get the donuts get whatever 
and just call it a fucking day. You don't need zucchini fritters. You don't need sweet potato latkes. You just simply fucking don't and just leave it alone. Then they did have these traditional recipes. Like I said, the matzo ball soup was pretty traditional. There was a hollow recipe. What is this brisk? And that those to me, I was almost like this brisket recipe looks pretty down the line. Then you have this stuff, and then you're like, what are you doing? Why? Yeah, you're suspicious of that. You're like, what's this about? Well, it's okay. So, like, this is this is obviously this whole collection of recipes is from 2017 because as we all know, Caitlin no longer works for Goop and Goop never develops any new recipes and 2017 is it may not feel like that long ago to you and me that's a long time ago it is a long time ago and yet i remember talking about these exact same recipes six years ago because that's how long we've been doing this podcast yeah and i hated them now and i or hated them then i hate them now i mean you're making latkes once a year maybe twice a year like just make the fucking latkes like they're so good as they are how disappointed would you be if you went over to someone's house for hanukkah and they gave you fucking zucchini kale latkes it's i would well it's a shonda what i wanted to say (laughs) (laughs) but if we weren't recording i would have said something really funny (laughs) okay yeah well we can save it next week for the patreon yeah um but i would have been pissed let's just say that uh let's say these recipes were sponsored by hamas yeah that was the direction i was going anyway uh... um (laughs) uh yeah I was like also deeply offended I was like this is psychotic and yeah it's the kind of thing where it's like I think they're both anti-semitic I think that a zucchini latka is anti-semitic and I think that goop having a regular latka recipe is anti-semitic I think that they need to get the fuck wait goop having a regular wait because okay Gwyneth is a quarter Jewish half Jewish yeah but it's like hurts me as a Jewish person no, I get it. I mean, I, you know, I grew, I, ethnically Jewish, I grew up, the only part of Jewish culture I ever grew up with uh, was my mom would make latkes for Hanukkah. That's the only, I never had a bar mitzvah. I never went to temple. I don't know any of the prayers. It's really sad. Uh, I feel, you know, I wish I did, but I don't. And so for me, latkes is the extent of my Jewish culture. Of your Jewish knowledge, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you, um, know, you also know brisket. Yeah, I mean, I know brisket. I, the, because it's just John and me, and like my family doesn't celebrate Hanukkah. We so, came like, over I, to my parents' house for Passover. That was one. so fun. Um, that was like one of I've only been to like a few seders in my life, and that was uh, a wonderful memory. Oh, good. Uh, but and I my mom do. Bernie friend was out there. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh, that was the height. That was back in my in my true um neolib Hillary period where I was Yeah, that I know. That was like before we were even Bernie people. And now I'm, as you know, back to being a Hillary person. We don't need course. to get into it, but it's true. Uh but like, okay, so yeah, these zucchini latkes, the sweet potato latkes, and then Caitlin O'Malley. Let's talk about how Jewish she is, which is to say, I mean, maybe she's Jewish on her mom's side, like we are. Yeah, my name know. is Agnes Hewitt. Most people don't think I'm Jewish. My name is Brian Rucker. No one thinks I'm Jewish. Okay, so but Caitlin O'Malley, I just have a feeling Caitlin O'Malley's not Jewish. 
as do I. Uh, and that and that's also what makes it weird is because like because it could be like okay let's do ridiculous but awesome Hanukkah and just goop it all the way. You're putting your fucking you're sprinkling goop glow. I would on rather that jackfruit brisket. Just pick one because yeah. you can't make all the people. It's like, are you a what kind of coward? Are to be you? like, we're doing matzo ball soup. We're doing make brisket. it all zucchini or make it all you yeah. know potato matzo ball soup. Da da da. Pick one or the other. I want the most disordered latka you can imagine. <laughs> make it out of cauliflower. Yeah, yeah cauliflower latka, <laughs> fried in uh, ghee or something yeah. like that. Like with I the love lion's it. mane mushroom. Yes. Mm. It was my worst. It's bad. And also, you know what? I don't know, but I just feel like I might as well go ahead and just say this too. If you're like, oh my God, does she really think everything is anti-Semitic? Don't you know, blah, blah, blah. That was called a joke. And I don't actually need to hear you tell me that a latka recipe and goop isn't actually anti-Semitic because I already know. So just no, no, no. I think our audience is aware. And don't of, say yeah. anything because I don't need to hear it from you. No, but no, thank no. you. We don't have, um, you know, a lot of Jessica Seinfelds or um, Sarah Silverman's listening to us, so I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> I, you never know. You never know. Uh, all right. Oh, are so you when you are are you going to make any latkes for Hanukkah? You know what? I probably not because my kitchen. I can't imagine doing that in this apartment without setting off the smoke alarm. Oh, yeah. I might go ahead and just order some from Eli Zabar. Oh yeah, Second Avenue Deli, something like this. That's just, the such the New York thing to do is just is just order order them in. I mean, there's a t- there's so many places to get them. So, uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna make some, but I do. This is, I mean, this it's not as bad as Caitlin's recipe, but um, the last year or two, I have been doing the Allison Roman Laka recipe, and it's really good. No, I feel like Allison Roman because she's actually Jewish, and she actually has like um is an actual Jew, but more importantly, I think that she's like actually good, a good cook, yeah, and like her recipes are. If she's bringing something new to it, it's going to actually be fun and easy to implement and like improve on things or at least be novel in a way that's interesting and hers are uh they're pretty traditional I, they're called like extra crispy latka so i think they you might they might be a little more crispy and then she obviously puts like you know shit tons of like dill and chives on them but yeah. other than that it's not like it's not like we're doing like you know cumin seeds and turmeric or something yeah I think that she's been good and don't ask me for other examples because I can't think off the top of my head, but she's good at um, making like traditional enhanced sort of traditional recipes for whatever like holiday you're, you know, if it's like Thanksgiving or whatever, or like a Jewish holiday without saying like, this is the new good version. She kind of introduces it almost like, this is how I like to make this thing that everyone has their own little version of. And whether that's true or not doesn't matter because as the people of the Guardian might be interested, all of this is performance, right? True. Yeah, no, she's constructed a real savvy persona um, with only, you know, she had one or two hiccups along the way, but she had one big hiccup Uh, on her feet. Yeah. And oh, and um, her stuffing I made for Thanksgiving. And it's almost like because you think of her stuff as like, a little like maximalist like she's adding more herbs she's adding more spice she's adding more you know flaky sea salt or whatever 
but the stuffing was almost it was so minimalist it was literally just leeks and celery there was there was no onions there was no garlic there wasn't even sage i think you put you put maybe a little parsley and thyme or something but it was such a clean clear stuffing flavor and it wasn't overly heavy it was probably the I mean, that says something about my Thanksgiving dinner. It was probably the lightest of my side dishes that I made. Uh, it was so good. My Thanksgiving was so good, too. I went to my aunt's house. Yum. It was so easy. It was so simple. It was just like the four of us. That's nice. Just Wait, does she live in Manhattan? She lives in like the like Hudson Valley area. Oh, sweet. So we like went up there and she, they just like made like a really nice little dinner and we just kind of hung out. It was so chill. It was like exactly what you would want. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the old craziest and or saddest. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I think my craziest and saddest might also be my best. All right. Um cyclic sighing this is god we're we're twinsies today i mean is it sad sort of is it crazy yes would i try it yes it's easy to try anyway i sigh all the time and i often don't even mean to i'm the same way i will randomly sigh and john will be like oh like what's wrong or like and i am literally like oh nothing it's just my body expelling some sort of i guess air or tension or something i don't even realize when i'm doing it worse than sighing my mother does something and i know i do it too and i wish that i didn't but it's like an inherited thing where it's like i'll just sort of like look around and just be like oh <laughs> it's like a, more than a sigh it's like oh it's like a moan that's oh, generational it's, jewish trauma it's generational jewish trauma and it just like comes <laughs> out whenever i'm just kind of like bored or, and it's like it is a, it is something it is like disgust and rage but it could be about something very minor it doesn't really have to be about something that needed to be addressed but i'll just see something and be like oh god like oh and i wish and it's like that's like a sigh for me Mm. no i think i mean i think that's sort of charming we absolutely hate when my mother does it and we all talk about it like me and my brother are like oh my god we we make fun of how our mom is like walking around like moaning and groaning all the time (laughs) and then i realized that i also do it i mean that's always the way you're just turning into your parents everyone is we are uh, and that's not good but this lady so this is a coming from denise johns john who is obviously you know as we all know the woman who took gerda's job and Ooh. goop is worse for it i think she's sort of like a combination of gerda and elise but like i feel like she has no she's no personality as far as like the cast of characters in Goop go. I don't know. I I, I can't get a hold on her. As like a, I, mean, as like I don't a even per- know who she is. So I mean, we've you know we've seen her byline for like a year or two now, and she's you know she's doing something, but she's keeping a low. Maybe as she she knows what happened to Elise, and she I mean not that she doesn't have the same job as Elise, but like she knows I think to keep in the post Elise world, everyone knows to keep a low profile. <laughs> um. I'm going to be honest with you. I have never heard of her before. 
You don't remember when she got hired? <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I remember. I don't. Where I was, it's like 9-11, the day Kennedy was shot, the day Gerda left, and this new lady popped up. It was a trauma. Yeah. Talk about uh, generational trauma. Yeah. But so she is just like um, everybody sighs. It comes as naturally to us as normal breath. And here are uh, five easy steps to sigh. And I guess feel better i don't really get it well i guess you're supposed to like make yourself sigh on purpose (laughs) step one get comfortable seated or lying down step two slowly inhale through your nose as you fully expand your belly then briefly stop step three continue inhaling by expanding your chest to fill your lungs completely step four slowly exhale through your nose or mouth (laughs) did it work i could it's not sighing this is just mindful breathing it's not sighing Okay, I'm on step four. Now what? Oh, so sorry. Step five, repeat for five minutes. Wait, when do I well, exhale? You did, step four was exhale. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's just not a done. sigh. Yeah, no, this is just breathing. Because a sigh is, first of all, a sigh is using your um, your your vocal cords. It's making yeah. a, and and then, and also, yeah. And it's, um, it's an attitude. A sigh, a sigh is an attitude. My dog sighs all the that's time. That's so cute dog sigh it's so and cute. it's so cute and i'm always like what are you complaining about you little bastard what could possibly be going you didn't you haven't like bit me and shit wherever you wanted and been like hand fed your favorite food enough today well, it's because his mom is sighing just like you looked at your mom and so yeah, exactly. it's the next generation of sires me. yeah i know he is jewish canonically bb um goldfarb goldfarb he's a jew anyway my saddest craziest but also kind of my best uh yeah i i just am like this is not sighing like because you're sighing is it's such um it's fun to sigh and it's not it doesn't feel like meditating or breathing it feels like you're you're making your opinion known without words and then I don't think that this doing this alone, doing this for five minutes, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I don't get it. One of the worst things in my life is um, that I do feel like I sigh uncontrollably. Like I'll sigh and it's not really, I'm not trying to express anything. Mm. I'm just, I mean, I guess I am expressing something, but I'm not trying to express it. Interesting. It's just coming out. Uh, well, you're in the right, you're in the right city. You're in the right neighborhood. It's yeah. Like Cause a, nobody gives a shit about anything you do. No, no. So you can just walk around sighing, fucking going, wilding out, doing anything. And everyone's just like, whatever. It is nice to be in a place where you can act absolutely insane and be the least insane person around you yeah it's interesting because everyone's so anonymous here but there's so many people around it feels it's very liberating Mm -hmm. i think that's why um you see so many like women in their 20s and 30s eating ice cream cones and cookies by themselves in a restaurant (laughs) which is not something i i've ever seen anywhere else but it's like that's the one thing in new york like you see women eating like junk food in public 
constantly. I never even thought about that, that in LA or in other cities that you don't, that women feel restrained and they can't eat junk food in public. They're only not like by themselves. I prefer to eat junk food by myself. Well. I mean, that's my male privilege, I guess. It is. That no one's going to. Check your privilege. Uh, oh, I'll check it when I damn well please. You'll check it when what? When I damn well please. Okay. Ooh. Uh, all right. What'd you try? Um, I know that this is like not really new or anything, but I've been starting to feel really, really, really behind the curve because I don't have one of those LED face masks. Mm. And I, part of my thing were like, you know, now I'm drinking premier protein, you know, I'm going to start going to the gym at some point. I'm like, not going to be a huge piece of shit anymore, allegedly. And I'm like, maybe I should start getting my skincare routine back on, back in, what's it called? On track as well, you know? Nothing will help like one of those LED masks. How much do they go for? They're like $700. That's half so a you can buy them with afterpay. Ticket. I mean, there were, you can well, I mean, after afterpay is great because there's no interest. Four payments of 149.75 with afterpay. That's doable. It's doable. That's a bill. You want that's like a, just enough that you won't even notice it on your credit card bill at the end of the month. Except for I have so many of those. Yeah, that's like they add up. That's the thing. They add up. Cuz I'm paying off, I mean, I'm still paying off my you know, botox. Oh wow. And I'm not even halfway done. And it's time to re-up it. How much? Wait, so how many months? Sorry, this is too intrusive a question. How many months do you get to pay off the Botox before you're paying interest? Two years. Oh, Ooh, nice. But it was really expensive. It was really expensive. <laughs> because I didn't just get Botox. I got several things. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, those LED, They. I. I, I am a little skeptical that they do much do you do you think they're really they make a difference i just want to put one on and like sit around watching tv at night that's how i want to spend my evenings could you i mean i bet you could get one and do it and then return it if you wanted to but once you have it you're not going to low rent bullshit one that i just put on i'm sure i know there's no way in hell they do anything i just want to wear it there must be some knockoff thing you can get that'll just like completely zap your face off. I just want to zap it off <laughs> to be like um, Madonna in Dick Tracy when she's like no face or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> my no face. Yeah, that was my. You know, I I was. Like, what, what is what was that character? Breathless Mahoney. Yeah, but like her alter ego was like no, no face. face. It was no face. Okay. Or no, the blank. The blank. Was it the blank? It's been a while since I've seen blank it. Blank or no face or something. Because like yeah. there was like big little face. Yeah, they all were top, like, like talking about anti-Semitic. <laughs> all the... Wait, which one was? All of them. All the like car- the bad guys were all just like like hook nose, like you know what they I mean? Were, no, they weren't. There was like little face was head was like huge, but his face was normal size. I guess I'm thinking of Al Pacino, whatever he played was like 
Al Pacino was he had like a real name I think because he was like uh I can't remember but I just remember he was like he ate walnuts and he was like right. they're good for the liver and then Warren Beatty's like yeah but they're bad for the brain what on earth possessed Warren Beatty to make that movie I don't know but I think it might be that movie's biggest fan because when I was a little girl I was literally obsessed with that movie I was I thought Marilyn oh my god I thought she was Marilyn Monroe and I still apparently do <laughs> I thought Madonna as Breathless Mahoney was like the greatest character of all time I was her for Halloween one year I was obsessed she's the she's the best part of that movie I I remember that was the first movie I was ever disappointed by how could you well how old were you i i would have been eight when it came out and i might not i probably didn't see it in the theater but i i do remember like i remember it coming out and rem, i i think because it was like so cartoony and it was like it just was it seemed so cool and then i remember actually watching it and being like oh this is so long and boring oh my god i see every like weird i think i might have been young enough that like all of the weird like cartoony sets and like all of their you know makeup and costumes and I just like I loved all of it I thought it yeah. looked great it looks great it does look great uh but like it is funny because Warren Beatty was what's like 60 like he's so old and he I guess like for every like 10 years after it came out for the anniversary, he would like interview himself. He would be like, "Yes, I'm in character, him. yeah, yeah." And he, he like loves Dick Tracy. I guess so. I mean, I don't know, but wasn't that like a huge flop? Yeah, it was not. It was not well received. Or I guess it was like a cultural moment. I mean, I think it was like one of those. It was like super highly anticipated, and then it was like. Because it was right after like the Michael Keaton Tim Burton Batman came out, and I think that was like brought you know cartoony things, like it was like a live action, but it was like and I so I think this was and that was a huge hit, obviously, and so I imagine they thought that oh here's another you know comic book, uh character from the depression or whatever that's going to be popular for a new generation, and then it just wasn't. Well, it was for some in the new generation. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well whatever uh how did we get here I mean, what were we talking know. about for some reason oh oh because we were talking about the face mask and we're like, <laughs> yeah. like Madonna and dick tracy i'm surprised they haven't done like a dick tracy reboot i mean i don't With know this- i really don't ever want to see it again whenever whenever i've seen clips of it as an adult i'm like this is like creepy and weird but i just liked it as a kid no i get it um so that's what you would try the seven hundred dollar led face mask yeah i would definitely try it to zap off all of your features and become just a human finally become marilyn monroe i mean i mean madonna (laughs) and i swear to god it's like a combination of like being exhausted and that being so in my brain as like a little child that that like madonna and marilyn monroe were like the same person yeah i mean it's like like to us they were it was it was all the same time period like it was it was just like it was just culture and you see the uh you know material girl video and you're like 
It's I did not all, know. It, I could barely t- keep them apart. Yeah. And all of these years later, all it takes is like a couple <laughs> of nights with like less than eight hours of sleep and a glass of wine. And I'm right back. I'm like, who's Marilyn Monroe? Madonna? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? So anyway. I would love to hear Marilyn Monroe sing La Isla Bonita. It's never going to happen. Wouldn't you? I mean, it would be great. <laughs> AI. Hey, Siri. Make an AI with Marilyn Monroe singing La Isla Bonita. Send. Can one of you guys do that, please? Thank you. Siri says he, he, she doesn't see Marilyn Monroe in my contacts. Rude. Never mind, Siri. Go back to bed. What a bitch. Oh, shit. She's, she's pissed. Oh God. Uh, okay. Okay. My try. Okay. So there is a lady who is such an overachiever. It made me angry just hearing her little bio. Her name's okay. Amy Weschler, MD. She's a dermatologist and a psychiatrist and an author and a podcast host. Wow, she's got it all. Well, I, I'm one of the. I'm one of the four. We, <laughs> we know what that means. Nothing. No. That. Yeah. That's. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but so it's, you know, it's just a boring morning routine. She's so busy. She has kids. She, li- I think she actually lives in your neck of the woods. I think she's on like, you know, that side of the park, let's say. That's all I need. Uh, I didn't want to dox you. <laughs> I mean, I think I've said that I live on the Upper East Side, like five. Yeah, but I, I was going to say, him, like... I was going to say more, a more, uh, specific location and I didn't. I see. Um, but at 8, 10 a.m., her, what she does, okay, this is revelatory for me. She's talking about breakfast. Oh, she also has allergies. So she, she, this is, um, she has, she has allergies. So she has Central Park or Upper East Side honey to combat her allergies. Oh yeah. You're supposed to have local honey. Specific local. Okay. But then. But I didn't even know there was such a thing as Upper East Side honey. Go to Eli Zabar's, go to Cinderella. Eli Zabar, can I just say that once at Eli Zabar's, I saw a $14 cauliflower. You have mentioned that before, but it's worth, it's worth, um, wait, reiterating. Ryan just mouthed, mouthed something to me, not here, right? Okay. I just got a piece of intel from Brian, who's been listening in. Oh, what? At Eli Zabar's, they make it on the roof. The honey, the Upper East Side honey. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. All right, so okay, so she's having her honey, but then she says, I mix matcha powder into a non fat Greek yogurt with bananas and blueberries or any other berries. And to think that I can do my matcha and my yogurt and my breakfast all at the same time was a revelation. And because my matcha is even better than matcha because it has seven types of mushrooms and it makes gay porn stars not have gut issues. Oh, wow. You really brought this full circle, but I'm still not totally. So the thing, okay. So the bananas I'm assuming isn't the revelation here. What's no, the bananas, the, 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 the matcha you... powder in the yogurt to be like, oh, I don't need to like make a whole matcha. I can just like scoop it into my breakfast. That's the revelation. I mean, but isn't that like not as nice? I mean, I right. So this is my second day on Rise R Y S E. Uh, How much was it? It was it was like forty dollars, but that was with the discount 
signing up for perpetual matcha for the rest of my life, which I now have to remember to cancel. Uh, so it's wildly overpriced. But, you know, they promised a lot. They really did. So I'll see if um, any of those promises come true. But, oh, yeah, I was just saying, like, I'm not to add one other thing to my routine to be like, oh, I'm going to do this, do this, do this, do this. And also in the afternoon, I'm going to like steam up a fresh like pot of matcha is like I could just kill two birds with one stone and just like put it in my dump it in my yogurt. Dump it in the yogurt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just do that. Post meditation. Yeah, you meditate, you get the yogurt and then you're not even drinking coffee anymore. I mean, are you? If I have to give up, my beautiful pint of cold brew in the morning I, I i won't have any more reason to live i will never give that up that is a true pleasure that is not a chore that is not something i have to remember to do every day that is something if i forget to make cold brew and the next morning there is no cold brew in my fridge it is a like a tragedy unlike any that anyone has ever known i i understand like going a day starting your day not with like i need coffee the literal second my eyes open oh yeah and starting my day without it is like just fucking kill me i think there's no reason to be alive i don't think you're human if you don't drink coffee in the morning i think it's like you're 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 subhuman i hate you know who i hate is like melissa urban she's like has this ad and she's like i know i've told you all these weird food combos before but what about salt in your coffee no i'm not talking about table salt i'm talking about lmnt element which are those like salt packs that i Mm. have drink before and you like put them in your water for electrolytes Mm. and they're okay like there's one that tastes like a margarita with salt there's like all different ones and she was like I put it, she's like, put this chocolate flavor one in your coffee. But of course I don't drink coffee. She drinks something called mud water. And it's spelled like M. I'm hoping there's a U D W T R. Oh God. It's made out of God, probably like mushroom. It's probably the same. It's the mushroom. Cause the same with the rice. It's the mushroom thing. They love those mushrooms. Did she get. And did she get swindled by a shirtless gay porn star as well or is she making this one is this her company she was swindled i think the shirtless gay porn star got her um but i think that they're probably giving her a lot of money. oh yeah i think Ugh. that they're swindling each other why can't we be influencers and get free products with our hundreds See, i'll tell you exactly m- why it's because we don't month- promote this podcast yeah <laughs> It's because we just like do it and then we're like, oh, made merch one time and then forgot about it because the thing was too hard to use. And then we're just sort of like, oh. and I absolutely hate doing social media. Um, so, and yeah. I get scared of social media and I hate everyone on there. And I just, I just assume it's going to be a word of mouth sensation. And then eight years later, here we are. Well, you know, it's we're, we're still getting there. We're yeah. getting there. And hey, maybe you're maybe nine is the year for us. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Uh oh, Bon Appetit just came out with an article. I got the email. Oh my God. They're fucking doing this on purpose. What happened? It's not a receipt. I don't think it's just called What Happened to Chipotle? 
when did we fall out of love with Chipotle? Bitch, I never was in love They're with Chipotle. They're still listening because you're the number one Chipotle hater. And I got to say, I still like it. I think that, talk about cultural appropriation. Appropriating Bay Area mission burrito culture. It's is, not though. Bay, it's not Bay Area. Yes, it's it like, is. It's not. It's like fake healthy, like the black beans and the red. It's not. Yeah, because they're not even good at it. But I'm saying the image of a giant burrito covered in foil is like shrimp and grits is to charleston it is like i don't really i mean okay you're right brian <laughs> it is a san francisco delicacy it is uh it was a single it was a regional food and then it became bastardized and i also uh, i don't think burritos are like indigenous to san francisco those types of burritos that I'm saying, ra- I'm saying, griddle tortilla, steamed, griddled, giant burrito, beans, rice, meat, cheese, sour cream, guacamole, pico de gallo, wrapped in foil. That is something. It's not the, you know, farmers of, you know, Jalisco or Chihuahua that are having these burritos. This is the fucking big boys of the four one five. You heard it here first, folks. And then Chipotle. The guy's not the guy's from like Denver. He's like, talk about I just don't think Chipotle because to me, Chipotle, I think like black beans and like hormone-free chicken yep. and stuff like that. I just like don't think the same type of like when I think of like a mission style burrito or whatever, I think of I just think of something that's like a little greasier than that. Oh yeah, no, and a million times better. I'm just saying it's the aesthetic signifiers of the mission burrito without any of the because it's wrapped in taste. foil. Because it's and wrapped it's in foil, exactly. But I and oh, it's wrapped like, in, and it's like you go to the counter and you do you say this, this, that, the the sort of that uh, aspect. Oh, the of thing it. of saying what you want on it. Yeah, of like it's going down the line. Go down the line. Yeah, it's like little things like that that is clearly copied from okay. um, my cultural heritage. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you, Brian. Well, it's been you know 25 years, and I'm still not over it. I, um, because I thought you didn't like Chipotle because they use seed oils. Well, I don't. And because last time I had a burrito bowl at Chipotle, um, the thing with it, if you, it, I'll say if you get the burrito bowl and you order right and you get all the cheese and all the sour cream and all this stuff, obviously it's going to taste good. I'm not denying that it tastes good, but it is like truly disgusting. And then if you order something that's healthy, it'll taste like shit because they it's there's not actually Wrong. any taste to it. <laughs> <Wrong. laughs> okay, President Trump. I have perfected the Chipotle like not crazy bowl. Mm, what pray tell is in there? Rice. White Brown rice. Brown or okay, white. White. So that's the other thing. They don't have fucking orange Spanish rice. How dare you? You don't even have an option. Because of that's that. why I'm. That's why I'm saying it's not like that. Yeah. Well, white rice. Okay. Pinto beans. Yep. Good choice. Um, your choice of meat. Chicken, barbacoa. I usually get one of those too. Um corn salsa 
pico de gallo light cheese that's it get out I mean, it's it's a meal. It'll get you through the day. I'm not. It's a meal. It. it tastes good. It's got the big, you know, white rice feels a little bad. A little cheese feels a little bad. Everything else is like nothing. Beans are good for you. True. And the, the pinto beans and the black beans are the exact same calories. So go ahead and just get the pinto beans. You bitch. Anyone who orders black beans on a burrito should be executed. I used to only get the black beans at Chipotle because I thought they were better for you for some reason. Because, oh, because a lot of times at, at Mexican restaurants, it'll be like a pinto charo beans that's using like pork fat. And then they'll say vegetarian black beans. So I think. But it's in Chipotle, Chipotle it's, they don't do well. that. Yeah. The Chipotle, the pinto beans at Chipotle are not vegetarian. Oh, they're not vegetarian. But what? That's interesting. Pork. Oh, they do use pork. Okay. Yeah. I think. I, so if I'm going to, if I was to order something that tasted good at Chipotle, I would do white rice, pinto beans. Uh, yeah. Like you said, choice. I do like the, the chicken occasionally you know, they'll have a carne asada. I'm not a big beef person. The carnitas actually are pretty tasty when they have that. But then I just, I mean, I want cheese. I want sour cream. I want guacamole. I want the hottest salsa. And then I also order a bag of chips on the side so I can just make my own nachos. And it's I mean, I agree. 27,000 calories. It's so good. I know. And because it's. Been... Oh, and a Pacifico. Oh, a Pacifico. I need one. I also used to, in my college days, love to get the vegetarian tacos, the soft tacos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would just be like tacos, with like beans and like guacamole and corn salsa and cheese and just like everything other than meat. Free uh, the, the vegetables, the fajita vegetables. I do miss my vegetarian days sometimes, but just a classic bean rice and cheese burrito. Hey, have you been to Dos Toros yet in um, New York? No, where is that? There's a few of them. There's one like in the West Village. I think there might be one on the Upper East Side now. It's um the guys they worked at my my the the the, the taqueria I would go to in Berkeley, uh, uh, Gordo's, and then they opened. So this is like based on Gordo's recipes, but it's to bring a real mission style burrito to New York. What's it called? Dos Toros. It means two bowls. Oh my God. Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like not, it's like the best you're going to get for like that style in New York. It's, it's yeah. The only Mexican food I've had, I think I said, was from that place, Tacombi, which is like a yeah. chain. That's pretty good too. Tacombi's not bad. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought the carnitas were not good, but mm. the, um, like, Oh, and then I went to Chipotle, which I don't really count that as being Mexican food. Oh, I made my birthday dinner reservation. Where? In New York? No, no, no. No, I'll be back in LA. Uh, Damian. And it's the guy. What's that? that, It's the, uh, he's like from Mexico City and Pujol is like his fancy, fancy restaurant in Mexico City. That's like in the, you know, top 50 restaurants of the world or whatever. (laughs) And then he opened Damian in LA and uh it's more casual but it's still like fancy from you know for me and uh and they have a duck carnitas for two yeah i i'm gonna try to go to torisi for my birthday that was one of john and my first dates was that it was Mm -hmm. when it used i don't know if they still do it it used to just be one like a mini tasting menu it was a good deal back in the day it was like 50 bucks a person for like five course tasting maybe 60 you line up this was obviously way before carbone opened it was like these just two 
Torisi brothers, you know, lifting themselves up by their bootstraps and you waited on Mulberry street and you, and you got in and it was really cool. Huh? I don't know. I just know one of my, one of my favorite filmmakers just had their um, 88th birthday dinner at Torisi. Uh, Scorsese? Schrader? Yeah. Who? 88th. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Allen. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and I, as soon as I saw it, I like sent it to Brian. I was like, this is where I have to go for my birthday. <laughs> wow. All right. So um, yeah. that's interesting. I would never, I wouldn't think that he would uh, venture that far downtown. He goes to Balthazar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause he loves being um, an edgelord with uh, Keith McNally. <laughs> yeah. And like, where is he going to, well, they closed the lane. So where is he going to go? I know no one else will let him in. He's not going to any, let's say women, POC, queer owned spaces. No, I don't think so. So he's going to these, you know. Uh, Yeah. Those Teresi brothers are, um, I think they probably are, let's say more on the Republican side of things. That's none of my business. I'm just here to eat. Yeah. They should yeah. just shut up and cook. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's uh let's finish this. What would we buy? Wait, didn't we already do that? No, we did try. Oh fuck. I thought we already did buy. What my my thing I was gonna buy? Um okay, the thing. Oh no, no, no. I had my thing I would buy. It's really, really lame. And I actually don't think I would personally buy it, but I might ask for it. Well, I'm not even gonna get it. But the Johns of Elgin cashmere socks, they're $255. It's insane. And you know they're you're gonna lose one of them in the laundry anyway. But I do have a new appreciation for good socks and I don't have enough of them. So as soon as I saw those, I was like, that's what I want. Those they seem very comfy. It's getting cold out. It's getting cold. New York is like um, cold now. It's fucking chilly. I'm actually excited to like be there for a few and embrace the winter. Yeah. Let me see. What is it now? Uh, But here it's not that cold, but it's obviously so dry. My lips are so chapped. I was at the dentist the other day getting a mold taken in my teeth for the crown. And the lady just saw my lips and she was like, oh, I, I could put Vaseline on them. She's like, she just said, oh, I know sweet. it's the weather is so gross right now. Like just seeing my chapped, cracked lips. I love her. Yeah, she was very sweet. Uh, but what I, I would buy. Hmm? Did that make you feel loved and cared for? Uh, it actually made it? me feel self-conscious. Like yeah. the first thing she sees, like I truly, there's like a, a space in my, in my mouth. She's looking in my mouth. She's putting the silicone in there yeah. and the first thing she sees are my chapped disgusting lips yeah it's like the most vulnerable thing yeah so what i need is a 229 dollars vitruvi cloud humidifier from goop.com yeah i need that too and i also need what's the other thing i'm supposed to get for the air in my apartment oh and uh, an oh, air purifier air purifier the one i have is really good it's like um it was only like a hundred dollars and I don't know if it works, but I don't know. it seems like it works. But they said, if you can't spend your 229 for the cloud humidifier, it said setting a big bowl of water out in the room can deliver a similar benefit. 
So I feel like if I did that, I'd wake up in the morning and there'd be like roaches and rats drowned in it. <laughs> if I did it, I feel like my cats would like start drinking out of it slash just like pee in it or something. Or I would just be, you know, half asleep. I would trip over it and then slip on the water and like cut my head open. Yeah, something really bad would happen for sure. <laughs> if either of us tried this. Yeah. But I might a... have to. It's it's fucking it's rough Fuck out there. Uh, I do like the, um, I've been, cause I've been just needing to slather it on the uh, classic rosebud solve from anthropology. I love that shit. Cause I ran out of my that, lip balm. That is like such a core, like product for me. Like I like identify with that shit in like a deep, weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love the smell. Uh, it makes me look extra gay because it has such a sparkle to it. And if mm. I put it, so it's like I'm absolutely wearing lip gloss. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's fine. Embrace the bud. Yeah, embrace the bud. <laughs> and it's um, still, right. you know, it's still reasonably priced. It's still cheap, too. I know. I love anthropology. All right, guys. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening we love you we love you yeah join uh, join our patreon join the patreon you'll get our extra spicy takes plus um if bon appetit does a receipt we'll talk about it that too do people like i literally have gotten zero feedback on whether people enjoy the receipt or not so i enjoy it i do too I feel like no feedback is not a great response, but you know what? It doesn't matter because it makes us happy. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.